Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Uh, Angus Tarbell might have a de- de- decent take on this. Of course, uh, Chief and All Black and uh, sometime member of the Run Home crew as well. Uh, morning, Gus. How you doing? Yeah, morning, lads. Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Just dealing with a newborn uh, daughter and... <laughs> And my son adjusting, but otherwise no drama. No drama. Oh, that's good to hear, mate. That's good to hear. We've been asking this morning uh, for Anzac Day if you could have any Kiwi sportsman in the trenches next to you uh, in the Anzac spirit, who would it be? Any Kiwi? What, past or present? Past or present, mate. Past or present. Or maybe, maybe given in the spirit of the Anzac, maybe it's an Aussie. Oh, okay. I, I think, well, I'm, I'm part Aussie, but I'll, I'll, stick to, uh, I'll stick to Kiwis. I think... Uh, Probably someone like Jerry Collins, I reckon. Mm. Just a real hard man, doesn't take any any you know bull crap, and I've dealt with that firsthand. So, <laughs> um, RIP, RIP, big Jerry. But um, yeah, I, I trust him to have my back. Hey Gus, congratulations on uh, on um, the daughter and and becoming a, I guess a, a sleepless dad and stuff like that. And, and be good to talk to you a little bit about the Super Rugby at the moment and the Chiefs. We asked a question earlier on the week, you know, if the Chiefs can get past the Crusaders this Saturday night, do you think that they'd go through the rest of the season unbeaten? Oh, look, it'll be tough, you know. There's still a few games in there. We've got the Hurricanes again. We go over to um, the Brumbies and even, the you know, the force away can be quite tricky. Um, but it's, uh, last time we played, it's almost like you're playing at midnight at home. Um you can get a bit sloppy. So uh, yeah, this will be the big test this week. You know, they've still got a few injuries, but guys have come back and sort of shown what they can do. Um, but I suppose oh, the boys have just been seeing the stand. You know, they've been a well-balanced team. Uh, the depth has been uh, unreal. They haven't been too bad with injuries, so I think that'll be another key thing. But look, it's possible, but it, you know, it hasn't been done in a long time, and I think for good reason. It's a, it's a tough comp to do it. Yeah, real tough comp to do it, mate. Um, but you, your boys seem to be soldiering on beautifully. A fifty to seventeen over a draw, a team that's caused a lot of teams problems, including uh, the Crusaders, who you meet this weekend. And you know the Saders, you mentioned injuries; they've had their fair share, uh, but they really struggled as well against that Rebels team. They only pulled away really in that last twenty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was interesting to see. You probably think um, you know the Crusaders teams of the past few years. Uh, you, you wouldn't see that, you know, they've been leading the, the standard, but it's been a, a different old, I just feel like the injuries this year have been, been on the next level and they've hit them pretty hard, some key members, but, you know, they've had guys like Dave Harvilly back, I saw Jack Goodhue uh, running around on the weekend. Uh, but for the Rebels, though, you know, they're no joke. Um, they've, they've got some good players and they've been setting a pretty good standard. 
And with the boys against the Drua, uh, you know, I think it was 31-12 at half time, and um, then the Drua sort of put it on, put it on, put the pressure on, and then you come away with 50 points. So it's, I mean, what the lads have shown is, you know, they've won in, in, a, in a variety of different ways, you know, whether it's leaning on the defense, whether it's winning ugly, whether it's, you know, blowout win. Uh, you know, they've been able to do it. But I suppose the thing is, is discipline and, and the breakdown has been work-ons over the last few weeks. And, you know, against guys like uh, Christie and, you know, in, in that back row who pose a real threat, I think that breakdown's going to be massive. Hey, Gus, just it'd be really interesting to get your thoughts because a lot of people were talking about some of the form um, players in your side. You've got plenty of them, Damien McKenzie uh, leading the leading the way. But someone like a Sean Stevenson making the step up to uh, play in the All Blacks in that black jersey, um, a lot of people always talk about the difference between Super Rugby and, of course, the massive step up to uh, playing in the All Blacks. What What are your thoughts on it, and, and what are the teammates' thoughts on Sean Stevenson, whether or not he can he can make that transition easy enough? Oh, you know, I believe I can. I think he just needs to be given the the belief uh, from from up higher and and the trust in him, and then himself. You know, we saw last year uh, he was in and out of the Chiefs, um, started well, and then. You know, due to selection stuff, and um, you know, he, he was sort of yeah playing on the wing and a little bit of fullback, and um, but then at the end of end of year, you know, he, he played for the New Zealand 15, uh, the Māori All Blacks, and you know, he was pretty much named the player of those of those teams, and that's that higher honour where you know there's a lot. Although it is tougher, you just have to nail your own roles. You know, it's, it's mm. the best in the country that are, are playing in, in their positions and. Um, although the Chiefs are going pretty flash, you know, it, it, it is still a step up. But it's also the environment is, you know, you're there 100% of the time. Uh, you've got you've got coaches at your fingertips. You've, you've got everything, you know, that you need to, to succeed. So I, I think he's capable. The, the question in the past few years has just been that consistency. And he's, play, he's been playing some big minutes this year and uh, just backing backing it up, you know. It's, um, it's not only him, there's, man, there's multiple guys in this team that are really stepping up. Yeah, leaning into all your experience in the backfield there, Gus, um, uh, looking at the way the All Blacks like to play, <laughs> uh, it, it seems to be less and less two wingers and a fullback. It seems to be more a, a left-sided fullback, a right-sided fullback, and a deep fullback. It kind of tends to be how they, they sort of play. That's kind, of, that's kind of how I read it. Is that how you look at the way that the outside backs are developing? Well, I think there's been a, a big change, especially with AB, is trying to play that two playmaker role as well. You know, with, they've obviously had Richie at 10 and um, Bodie at, at fullback. And with um, Jordy moving into 12, you know, like that, historically, they go for that big body against African teams and, and Northern Hemisphere teams that would like to box kick and contestable kick quite a lot to, to catch. But yeah, I suppose now it's more like, um, you know, it's just like a flossing system where. You know, if one chaser goes, you know, you're filling and, and it's more of a working working together uh, versus a, a just a standard, you stay back there and just catch everything. But uh, it's the evolution of the game and you need to be able to have that playmaking ability as well as obviously the, the standard high ball stuff and, and your positioning to take away those kicking threats. But I think Sean can do that, you know. He's got that threat at the back. Um, he's great under the high ball. He's got speed, uh, athleticism. He's a bit... Uh, you know, slippery too. You know, can break a few tackles, and the man can finish. So he's, he's been showing that this year. I just love to, you know, make sure he keeps on kicking on and, and doing it. 
Yep, and if they don't uh, put him in the All Black team, he'll definitely sign for the Dolphins, mate. What about Clayton? <laughs> what about what about Clayton McMillan, mate? How like how important is that uh, extension that he's signed? Given that your side is on a on a hot run, but also a very young side um, for the future. Yeah, I mean it's massive, and, and obviously it's for good good reason why he's why they've re-signed him, and, and obviously why he's re-signed. You know, he loves uh, the Chiefs. He's from the region, from the Bay of Plenty. Um, and ever since he's come in, he's talked about how much, you know, he's, he's proud to be a Chiefs Mana coach. And um, and the results sort of speak for themselves, you know. Two, I think 2020, lost 11 in a row. Um, real tough times. But what, what I suppose what happened is that it sort of galvanised these, these young blokes. You know, there was 20-year-olds uh, starting and playing massive minutes. And it's just, we're, we're reaping the rewards now. You know, the last couple of years, we've been building really nicely, lost to Crusaders in, in the uh, Super Rugby Aotearoa final, uh, yeah, final, and then lost to them in the semi-final last year. And it's just like, this year is the culmination of all these, the, the hard graft and, and, and the, the earning and the growth of these young players that are coming through. And then you chuck in a mix of, you know, obviously Guzzler, um, Sammy Kane, uh, Luke Jacobson's really stepped into that leadership role. Um, Brad Weber, you know, I could keep rattling him off. It's just a really nice balance of, mm. of young and old. And Clayton's been, you know, the catalyst of building that culture and the belief and the theming. And, oh, mate, he's, yeah, he's awesome to work with. Um, and, I'm, you know, I know a lot of people will be happy he's reselling. Gus, you were at the, you mentioned, the, you know, 2020, which wasn't a great season uh, for the Chiefs with the 11 in a row. Um, how was that as a player? given that you knew that Gats wasn't going to be there the following season because he was going with the Lions and you were going to have somebody different. I mean, was was that something that you were aware of or something that was on your mind? Because I just wonder whether or not the Crusaders and their up-and-down form has been linked to the fact that they know Razor's going and there's been a lot of talk outside of the camp about about that. Can that be distracting? Oh, like I, I think at the time it, it, it wasn't a massive factor, like... I think what happened is we had that really young group and uh, a lot of our senior players and leaders were injured and then it was just a, a matter of, um, you know, these young players just having to find out and figure out, you know, it was, it was pretty tough on Gats, to be honest. Like, um, he came in with a squad, you know, a great squad, potential squad, and then you lose, you know, a lot of experience and then, the, yeah, like I said, you know, these 20-year-olds are running around pretty much leading the pack um, it's, a, it's a tough thing to do. And then obviously we've seen what's happened. But yeah, I mean, there's been so much chat in the media about, you know, but even, you know, before Razor was appointed, you know, who's going to be the All Blacks coach and da da da. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I believe a big thing that they've lost is Jace Ryan um, going to the ABs. Mm. Uh, just the detail and um, coaching level he brings uh, to that Crusader side there. And I saw firsthand how he transformed the pack, um, you know, pretty much week from week one when he got into the All Black camp. So um, there might be a little little bit of a, a hint of, you know, all this media stuff, but they, I reckon they would address it in their camp. It's probably just a mixture of, you know, what I, with Jason and then the injuries. Um, you know, they're missing some pretty key guys, and we've been lucky enough, like we talked about the form of our back three, they're pretty much, you know, they're, apart from rest weeks, they've played every week together. So you're building those little relationships. The thing is, like, Crusaders, you know what Crusaders bring, man. Come playoff time, they know how to win there, you know. So they're, they're still a big threat. Yeah, they are a big th- threat. But you guys have um, gone eight games unbeaten. They'll, they'll know what uh, they're up against, Gus, this weekend. Well, just stop, 
people would like to know probably how Quintu Pai is coming along with his injury. Like, is he is he tracking along okay? Yeah, yeah, he's doing well. Like he's, bro, uh, he's like the Hulk. He's, uh, I think they've told him to scale back in the gym because <laughs> every time I go in there, he's uh, he's on the bench or you know, he's. I think he's benching about one eighty. He wants to go. Wow. More. Um, but he's a. Uh, I mean, he's a physical freak. He'll he'll be back with vengeance. He's not going to play super. Um, he'll probably be back for uh, the NPC to try and make a, a late push for that World Cup squad. Um, but oh man, he's he's a he's a massive talent. He's still in, in there every day doing you know return to training, running, rehab, um, gets around the boys. You know, he's, I think he's always talking about a super coach, his fantasy league team, and <laughs> he's he's a great man. So he'll he'll be back uh, not not this year for the Chiefs, but um, NBC, and hopefully he can push for that World Cup. Gus, and what about your thoughts on Samasoni um, Takuyo signing being the first uh, long? extensive signing for the All Blacks. Um, does Is that, a, I guess, a push towards the way they're thinking as far as captaincy goes, maybe? Well, I mean, it'll be interesting. Uh, first, I just told him, I said, hey, make sure you're signing that long, bro. There's some clauses in there if you're <laughs> outperforming your pay. And they've got to be smart. Four, four years is a long time for a, a young hooker, you know. So, um, But he said, no, he's, he's been looked after well from his agent. But... um. I suppose it's just the yeah the talent and the growth in his leadership has been massive uh, since I first came into the Chiefs in 2018. You know he's a young, I think 19, 20 year old, um, pretty pretty softly spoken. Um, would give you a bit of stick, you know. He can be a bit of a smarty at, at times, but uh, he's a good man. And yeah, just that leadership and his uh, knowledge and growth in the game has has been awesome. Um, yeah, maybe could it be the first Tongan skipper? Who knows? We'll see. In, uh, in four years, next World Cup. You mentioned uh, Quinn Tupaya pushing 180 on the bench press, mate. Are you worried about your spot? You reckon he's going to shift positions? <laughs> oh, bro, he's like, because I've had well, my neck injury and then I had my heart, a uh, little hiccup, I've, I've, he's probably doubling. My, I did 100 kgs the other day and it was uh, it felt like 180. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he's, I don't think he'll ever play. His brother plays prop, to be fair, but... No, he's too uh, he's too quick and razzy, I reckon, for the proposition. I'd, I'd be scarier than that. He'd, he'd definitely take it, I reckon. Hey, Gus, who's, who surprised you this year in your side? I, look, I know Cortez Saratama has been uh, absolutely outstanding, but is there anyone else that isn't sort of a name that, you know, you go to training you, and you get into a game and you think, man, this kid can play? Oh, man, there's a freaking bunch of, bunch of players. Even guys... Uh, saw on the weekend Simon Parker he'll be a massive um, he's got a massive future in the game he's just so many people in front of him Sam Penny Finau has, has been playing unreal and sort of been under the radar because of you know all the talent around him and then even just this midfield that we've had um, you know we, talk, we mentioned Quincy Pye Anton Brown's been out uh, Alex Nankable's been out but you know the story of Daniel Rona from concreting in Taranaki to mm. starting at centre and mate he's he's not just you know, filling a role. He's he's playing really well. He's had some tough assignments, and his mate next to him, Ramika Poihipi. Oh, he <laughs> asked for one, but I could probably name mm. about ten more. Um, but those guys have, have stood out. You know, really taken an opportunity with both hands. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose it's just yeah, the team, the system, and and the depth that I talked about. You know, it's like whoever whoever leaves with injuries, there's another guy that's just putting their hand up and 
and everyone's just having fun, man. Everyone's enjoying it, and obviously easy when you're easier when you're winning. You know, you can put a few more smiles and have a bit more of a laugh. But the culture's awesome, and these guys who get their chance, uh, mate, they're just they're taking it. Angus, we also saw on the weekend uh, the Blues put 50 on the Waratahs. They did have a couple of injuries, though. Uh, Nepo, I think, is out for a little while with a calf. Um, but uh, how do you how do you think the Blues are going? Because they, they have a reasonably good run in, don't they? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it's, I, I sort of mentioned in, um, the last few rounds uh, as, as sleeping giants, you know, them and the Crusaders, you know, they were leaders of the comp last year and, and for good reason with the, the team they had. Um, I actually saw Nepal uh, when he did his injury, man. He, I think there was no stoppage in place. <laughs> he was just soldiering on for a good, what felt like five minutes. Um, but, you know, that's the guy he is. He's hearty. He just does anything for the team. So hopefully that's not too bad. But, um, oh, you, t- you talk about depth. You know, Zan Sullivan coming in there for Stephen mm-hmm. Kinefeta. And, mate, he's a massive talent. Um, you know, Baz is, runs the cutter. Um, just a well-balanced team and you know, let's talk about what they did last year, you know, falling short of the final and, you know, Dalton mentioned you've got to lose one to win one. I think, yeah, I think they'll be right in this mix and, and a massive threat. We know what they can what they can do. You know, we almost lost to them at, at FMG um, with them attacking on the line. Luckily, they dropped the ball. Um, but, you know, I, I think once they click, mate, there'll, there'll, there'll be a, a juggernaut hard to stop. I will be, mate. Speaking of juggernauts that are hard to stop, I see. Looks like the ARU might have woken up a bit of a monster, mate. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but after they uh, targeted uh, Joseph Swahili, uh the uh, NRL have now come out and said, oh, "We'll give a million dollars in salary cap relief to any club that lures a rugby union international rival code player uh, to their team." That sounds like uh, uh, war has officially been declared on that front. Uh, <laughs> uh, are they after many front rowers? Do you know? Oh, mate, I wish I'll take, I'll take that. But what about the, how, how about, like, you look in the news and what, what's his name, Blandy, and it's just a, oh. Valandis. like comedy. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, you know, like, you see the, the chat that's been thrown from, like, the leaders of, of each each union, and it's just like, bro, what is, is this, like, high school or, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 been, it's been absolutely crazy, you know, it's like, bro, it's, they're talking like, you know, they're throwing stones in, in glass houses like they've never lured over any rugby players. But um, <laughs> Come yeah, on, don't I, be like that. Front, <laughs> front rowers, mate, it's, uh, I would be very surprised to see a front rower switch to, to league. Uh, oh, there, actually, there might be a couple, but... Um, Samasoni, yeah, he'll short. switch. He'd, yeah, he'd, no, he'd, be, he'd, be good at, he'd be good at it. Hookers, hookers would be good. Props, um, you know, you have to get those real mobile, uh, mobile ones. Um, but you know, Sean Stevenson, Dolphins. He's already had chats, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he's already been up there. Yeah, I got, I got that oil last year. He had a, he had a meeting with uh, Wayne Bennett in one of the buy rounds. So uh, he's going. He's obviously uh, something on the table there, mate. Something cooking. We're, we've got Agent Tarvao on it now, so you can uh, you can keep your ear to the ground and and, and the changing rooms, mate. Let us know. Put the call through. Yeah. yeah. Jordy Barrett at the Storm, uh, Caleb Clark going to the Rabbitohs, uh, who else is there? Uh, yeah, Sean Stevens to the Dolphins. Angus Tarvel, late uh, late move. He'll go over to. Uh, oh, he might finish his career in, in the Warriors. You know, uh, stay in New Zealand. Maybe just you'll be replacing Steve Price. You got the same. You got the same build. Just got to carry the ball a hundred times. 
Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that up, mate. Yeah, no dramas. Well, at least at least you don't at least you don't have to uh, put any proper scrums down, right? That, that, that'll take the pressure off your neck, so then oh, you'll be good. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. If, if I when I play a game and and there's uh, you know minimal scrums, you, you can tell the difference. It's almost like I want to pull my uh, my moldies out and, and just go for a run around. <laughs> as soon as you have a scrum in a mall, mate, that's that's those that's the energy suckers. So maybe uh, that would be interesting, just a lean in for a schmoko and a scrum. That that'd be nice. Yeah, nice. Where, where do you where do you reckon you would play if you went to league? Would you would you play prop? Would you play thirteen? Where do you see yourself? Could you play on the edge? I am. I'm probably not a not an edgy. Yeah, maybe like a bit of just a bit, maybe eighty minute prop. Just hit them up some and bit of ball play. Maybe bring that in. I, I I've always you know sort of thought my. My point of difference as a prop has been my mobility and, mm. and my uh, my ball playing ability. So probably I might get smashed a few times though. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine, mate. You'll be fine. Hey, Gus, uh, it sounds like you're getting smashed at home too, bro. Uh, uh, good luck. Uh, <laughs> good luck with that. I, I hope the sleep deprivation's not hitting you too bad, man. But I appreciate you uh, taking our call, man, and uh, and best of luck with it all, eh? Yeah, cheers, lads. Appreciate you. Cheers. Appreciate you too. Gus Atavao there with us, uh, one-time member of the, the Run Home crew.